0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. I am Jamie, your hostess. Again, I am d today because she is still at work uh, and has been all weekend long um, going just uh, going to town. She's uh, she's going to need a lot of sleep so when she gets in. But yes, I am d again today, but it's just me. This is my podcast talking about being transgender, uh, having to hide the majority of my life, the issues and experiences that I had during all that, and then also the experiences and things that are coming up now that I am slowly taking small steps um, and sometimes leaps out of the closet. So for this episode, um, I, it's basically more of a life checkup or um, status report, if you will, uh, depending on your your level of nerddom. <laughs> I could... Uh, uh, you all end up being my personal journal or my therapist, so thank you very much. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, but yeah, there's just been some things that have been going on, and I just thought they were interesting, and I wanted to share for this episode. Uh, also very excited because this is the week leading into Halloween or Samhain, Uh, depending on your disposition or your uh, belief systems and oh my gosh this is one of my favorite times of the entire year Um, this really kind of kicks off the uh, holidays uh, season for me and this one's something uh, this time of year is what I look forward to the most I I hate the heat I love the fall I love winter I love colder uh, climates Um, I don't know what that says about me, but that's just the way I am. And and this one, Samhain, um, I celebrate Samhain and Halloween both combined, I guess, because I grew up celebrating Halloween. But as I got older, um, I was really taken with the traditions of, uh, some of the ancient traditions of Samhain. So yeah, I'm kind of both in there and, uh, enjoy both of those, um, traditions and, um, uh, D and I have definitely done some. But at this point, so right now it's Sunday, um, October 24th of 2021, to give a good start date on this. Um, I am, I'm employed for the, if you're just catching up and you're kind of jumping around all the the episodes and everything and you happen across this one, at this point in time, I'll catch you up. I was at the beginning of August, so literally, what, two months ago, a little over two months ago, I was hired uh, full time. As me Jamie I actually went to my very first interview uh, as me and it literally was uh, pretty freaking awesome really awesome and I ended up getting the job so I've been now every single day waking up putting on makeup getting dressed as me and going to work um, Monday through Friday really awesome and then sometimes on the weekend as well because i'm doing things with people that i work with so i certainly don't want to be um overdue overly confusing for them Is like oh okay well we see jamie and then we're seeing the mail form during the weekend what the hell's going on i'm i want to be me uh you know for all um all the things that I do in my life. So the last thing I want to do is end up causing more confusion in that realm. So here I am doing more and more things. I've uh, already listed those in a few other of the uh, recent podcasts uh, here in season three. So you should go back, check those out. I will say there's been some things that I've noticed um, now that I'm actually uh, doing more things as me, um, as a as a woman, I am noticing more things, uh, in this part of my transition, which are really not going to be a big deal. Um, they're, again, I know I've said this before, but now I'm saying it, it's basically the average everyday things that a woman would do or comes up with and, um, or has to face or deal with on a regular basis, uh, some of them. Um, and so some of these also have to do with like how I'm, I'm dressing, how I'm presenting myself. So I find that I am fine-tuning how I look now. So before, I was just like, well, yeah, this looks good on me, and I really don't have a style. Um, uh, A a friend of mine from work ended up saying that I have this really um, bohemian type of style. I do like long, full skirts. Not necessarily got to be tiered, but really those are the ones that I mainly find uh, that are really kind of flowy right now, but I'm sure I'll find some other ones. I mean, maxi... Um, skirts are, you know, but they're usually pretty clingy and they're not as flowy. So at least I'm where I'm shopping. I'm sure I could, if I put more effort into it, I could find it more. But anywho, this has kind of been my style a little bit, but I'm like, well, I really like this other stuff and I'm wearing more leggings because I wear leggings and basically either long tunic tops or, uh, short dresses to work. That's kind of our like t-shirt dresses type of thing, and that's really kind of been our mo or the the standard uniform of what all the girls wear at work. Um, maybe a romper here or there, cute as all hell. I'm not for me. That's probably not where I want to go with it. But still, this is really kind of the the whole thing so i'm noticing that i'm like wanting to change uh, part of that like the type of leggings that i want to wear or what dresses do i really or this really isn't a flattering color so not that this is an issue or anything it's just one of these things that i'm noticing and i'm observing the bigger part is too my hair i've noticed a i can't let it just let my hair down because it gets in my way i move around a lot i'm in a warehouse situation uh, where i work And so my hair just sort of moves around and it's going to get all in my face and everything else. My big issue, too, is I can't braid my own hair. I can braid any other bitch's hair, but I can't braid my own hair, which is uh, a real pain in the butt. So I've got to practice with that. But I'm really desperate, really desperate of trying to find new hairstyles. Like, what can I do? Recently, I've been wearing more kerchiefs in my hair, which I really, really love that look. Um, which I believe is yet again more bohemian type of a of a appearance, I guess, but um it's something that I feel very comfortable with, and it also lets me to always having my hair in a ponytail i mean or a clip, and I will say that they end up hurting my head after a while. I get like a a headache every once in a blue, like the clip is too um too tight or it's holding my my ponytail too tight or the bun too tight. Or the um, the band in which I have my ponytail in just is pulling on my hair so much. And I just, I'm tired of it. So I want to let my hair down more. And so I think probably what I'm going to end up doing, uh, my first big leap into new hairstyles, is going to be wearing a kerchief. Um, yeah. So, and I'm an old bitch too. You know, being 51, all right, I can't wear certain hairstyles you know I'm not doing the fullness on the top or anything else I'm totally still cool though with rocking double ponytails like if I can learn how to be able to like part my ha- my hair in half and have the two ponytails down oh I'm gonna do that because I love that look um but uh yeah so I'm messing around with my hair more the other thing that I've noticed though Is I'm noticing because I'm putting on eyeshadow and I'm at least doing my eyes I mean I work in a warehouse so it's not like I got to get all dolled up and everything else But I am noticing that I'm starting to fine-tune what makeup. I like how I put it on and uh, Like I've changed foundations. So a a big thing that I ended up doing was trying to find um, a powder foundation I had a liquid foundation because, again, I had hair stubble and all this other stuff because I'm still doing laser hair removal and all this stuff, trying to get rid of the man furs and fur that's all over my face. Um, In trying to do that, I needed to cover up the shadow that I had. I am to a point now, which I am really, really happy to say, I am to the point with my laser hair treatment that I'm not having that much of a shadow anymore. I do get the gray hairs. Because the laser hair is not going to take the gray hairs away. So what's left is the gray hairs that uh, basically form around the bottom of my chin. And they're scattered throughout my upper lip. So I know that I'm going to have to go get electrolysis. Minimum electrolysis to get rid of those guys. Because the laser is not going to do anything to them. But the cool part. About this is that I don't have to wear the liquid foundation the really heavy liquid foundation and I've been wearing Mac I've always um, Pretty much. Oh my god since I was uh, 40 no 30 35 34 I've been wearing Mac. I found that it had the best cover-up and i got the look that i wanted the only problem was my face doesn't feel like it could breathe that much anymore and especially when you're putting this on like every day i just there's no way this is not an everyday look that i want to do i just feel like like my face is suffocating and at the same time i got wrinkles i mean i'm going to tell you i have wrinkles um and the uh, liquid foundation seems to show those off really quickly because anytime i start moving my face or i start talking Or I laugh, I I I frown, whatever. It starts to accentuate the wrinkles that I have. I'm noticing that I'm not getting that with a powder foundation. So this is really cool. Again, not uh, I just love the evolution of this. Anybody that's gone through transition, I don't know if you experience the same thing or the same like. Oh, this is awesome! I'm reaching this point. Like I feel like I'm really coming into my own more or less and that's kind of what i'm sharing so again don't think that this is like a problem issue that i'm a list of problems that i'm having these are just experiences in which i'm coming across that are really kind of i i don't know i mean i think that it's neat it's part of my transition part of my evolution if you will in being more me on a more regular basis um So, also, I will say I ran out of my, I was really happy, and I know this is so strange, but it was really something for me, I ran out of my first eyeshadow. That's right. I use the same color most of the time for my everyday look, and it ran out. I got to the little bottom of the eyeshadow. So many times have I gotten eye makeup and that type of stuff when I was hiding and I would just do it at home and it wasn't all that often and shit just sits around for God knows how many years and I just got to throw it out and I'm constantly purging makeup. And this is stuff that I'm actually using on a regular basis. So I actually loved the fact that I was like, well, shit, I got to go shop for more eyeshadow. And I'm trying a new palette, which is really fun uh, because I get to play around with a little bit different shades, some different colors. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um... And also I have noticed it is extremely important brushes, brushes, uh, makeup brushes. I did not realize how important, how dramatically important makeup brushes really are. I took this for, for granted. I was like, well, I bought a, you know, I would always buy like a little basic set here and there, but I did not realize the, there are specific, really Specific brushes that need to happen for the things that you're trying to do and accomplish, especially with eye makeup, you need all these little fine, different types of brushes. Either it's a fluffy angle, a flat brush, an angled brush, a, a tapered. You know, I, I really, honestly, and this is my own stupidity, I guess. I really didn't put that much thought into it. It's is like, okay, I want makeup. I want to wear makeup. I know I need makeup brushes, and I just sort of fumbled along along with it and. I really thought it was a huge score if I found makeup brushes that told you what they were used for. (laughs) So, yes, I know, I know. You're probably like, oh, girl, you know, if you've been doing makeup and putting on makeup and you've already learned this about yourself and about makeup, I know you're probably going like, yeah, I'm really far behind. Listen, I I get it. I'm behind the times. I'm a slow learner, but I'm getting there. And so I ended up uh, purchasing some new brushes Because also at the same time, I was literally just slapping it up. Um, I I literally would say, okay, well, I just put some color on my lid. I know there's supposed to be a darker color in the crease. And boom, that was all. And i walk out the door, throw a little mascara on, and boom. Not really putting a whole lot of effort into it. But it's like, now, you know what? Like, I want to give a shit. Like, uh, we literally just had this uh, conversation at work where a friend of mine, uh, she was talking about how, you know, she is noticing that she is just becoming, she's, become pretty complacent and just really not put the effort forth uh, that she really feels like now she wants to. And, like, she's taking steps in order for her to um, improve her game, you know, makeup game, and and the things that she wants. Not to, like, overdo it and, like, go in there every single time looking like a glamour girl. I mean, still, it's a warehouse. But when you do put on makeup, you want to make an effort. And you want to look nicer instead of just halfway put together. And I think that's kind of where I, it got me thinking about, okay, well, what am I doing? So I start watching makeup tutorials and that type of thing. It's like, oh God, I really, I don't have this brush. And uh, D is like, well, I've got brushes. And I was like, okay, you've got one. I was able to get two brushes off of her that I could use. But I was like, well, that's really, uh, I don't know. So yeah, I've, I've gone out and I've tried to find a a set of eye makeup face brushes i i'm cornering the market in face brushes the big fluffy stuff and the um the fan brush for highlights and all this other yeah i'm i'm there i'm good it's the eye makeup that's the part that's really i think honestly extremely crucial when i look at a a a woman who's done her makeup Yeah, the face makeup is... The overall makeup is important, but it's the eyes. That's where you're looking at someone. That's the most... To me, that's the most important part of the makeup that you should... uh, That I feel that I need to focus on. Because I am... uh, That's what people are going to look at. You're going to make eye contact. Sure as hell ain't going to be my boobies because, you know, I'm still... Co-chairman of the itty-bitty titty committee. So I know they're gonna look at my eyes (laughs) in order to to see me and um, So yeah, I want a a nicer effort. So I'm looking at more tutorials. I'm trying to figure out so last week I tried uh, This past week I should say uh, I ended up trying New techniques it takes me a little longer when I I realized that I was able to get down just slapping stuff on there little eyelid a little crease boom and I'm out the door I, yeah, I could do that in like five, ten minutes. No problem. Now I'm taking a little bit more effort and because I'm slower at it and I got to remember, okay, I use this brush with this and I've got to use the lighter tone and the darker tone here. And yeah, so it's taken me a little bit of time, but I'm also learning, which is, is cool. I'm finding this to be a really awesome part of my transition, I guess. Also, bras. <laughs> This is a major thing for me because I'm realizing I need more fucking bras. Uh, There is only one company that makes the size bra that I am because I am, I'm, first of all, a barrel chested. I've been told many times I'm barrel chested and I've got tiny boobies. So I need a larger band with a small cup. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to tell you the bandwidth. I'm not throwing that out there, but I will tell you I'm in a double A or an A depending on the the make of the bra however the band size that i need only one company makes this bra (laughs) so i'm really unless it's a sports bra or unless it's like a bralette um which i luckily have found and that would actually go and fit my barrel chest you know with my itty bitty boobies um I it unless it's that, if I'm going for just a traditional bra, it's one company that makes this bra that fits me. I oh I want to get boobies so bad. Yeah, I'm really thinking in the new year I'm I'm going to reassess uh my priorities as far as surgery is concerned. But anyway, yes, I need more bras. Um I realized I had three Nude color and, you know, natural colored, I guess, tan, uh, if you will, colored bras. And then I had, uh, four black bras and one white. I've only had one white. And then I have some, you know, I, I ended up taking advantage of some of the other varieties. Like there is a, a fuchsia, a gradient fuchsia. Okay. You're gonna love this. It's a gradient fuchsia animal print. I vowed that I would never wear animal print, blew that out. Um, now I'm also, there's also a tan animal print that I have and a royal blue. So my thing is some of the tops in which I'm wearing, I'm trying to make sure, I'm not one of those girls that likes to make sure my underwear and my bras match, but I want at least my, my top, my bra to match the top. So in case a strap falls out or something, it just kind of looks like a, an extension of the top that i'm wearing i don't always succeed but that's kind of my uh hoping to achieve goal okay so i end up doing this and i realize i need more bras so this is definitely again it's not a big deal it's a it's a good thing uh i'm uh, this is not a problem it's just one of those where i'm finding it's like okay i'm wearing these every single day now and i need New more bras in order to be able to get me through to be able to handle the tops that I want and, and all that other stuff. Um, so those are really some of the oh boy, the 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 big, um, yeah, they're really huge. I know first world problems, but they're really kind of like the uh issues that are are popping up at hand right now that are like, oh, okay, I'm noticing as I'm settling in, so these two two months and some change now that I have been working full time as a female. Um, in, in, I mean, there's a lot that's happened and I am really, really liking it. Like a lot, like a lot, a lot. It's really cool. And, uh, I'm enjoying it to no end, but, um, yeah. So again, good problems, good everyday problems. Again, everyone faces them. It, everyone goes through it, but I just love the fact that I have now reached that, pinnacle if you will or uh, th- that plateau in my transition to where this is becoming a thing so don't judge me it's just my thing okay so uh <laughs> I will say something else that happened earlier today um so I ended up uh meeting for lunch I ended up meeting my uh cousin um and I guess he's my cousin I, I mean I'm not really sure. He is my first cousin's kid. If that means anything, uh, uh, if that un- makes you understand a little bit more who where he is position-wise in my family. He is my aunt's grandchild. Yeah. So I know he's my cousin. What cousin? I, I don't know if he's my second cousin, I guess. But anyway, he's my family. He's part of family. And he lives in Texas, and he's got a fantastic wife. And they, uh, are celebrating their honeymoon. They always, they, they travel back cause he was born here and he travels back and visits family and friends and everything else, which is awesome. And I am very fortunate in order to be on that list of people that he wants to hook up with and see, um, back before COVID he came and visited and I was able to give them a, uh, haunted ghost story, uh, tour, I guess, if you will, of the, uh, historical, Uh, buildings around in the area which was really kind of cool it was a job that I did I was a a haunted tour guide or a ghost tour guide at one point in time in my career search for things to do but it ended up coming out that we had a conversation uh, during lunch which was very strange and it kind of flew all over the place um but I ended up, and I've always gotten, again, before I tell someone, or before I come out to someone, they've got to meet certain criteria, and I just get this feeling. It's very much a, like a light switch. It's like, okay, alright, this person's totally cool, even if they're not going to be, like, long-time friends with you or anything else like this, this person's okay, I can tell them about myself, and, you know... That, that switch clicked, I think, a little while ago, but I wasn't sure. And again, this is family, which increased the, uh, the concern even more. Because, honestly, besides my mother, I have never come out to anybody else in my family at all. Now my mom is passed, so that means that no one in my family knows about me. Mainly because I know, I mean, I don't get along with a lot of my immediate family. Um, which pretty much is, uh, okay. I mean, but this is a family member and none of my cousins, so his aunts and uncles, uh, and even his mom, um, none of them know. None of my aunts' kids know. And they're definitely a lot more liberal than the household in which I grew up in. Uh, which is why I was so petrified, but strangely enough, my mom was extremely accepting. Uh, which I'm, I'm very glad that I had that uh, to be able to share with her for the small amount of time that we did before she uh, started going through dementia and uh, issue the issues that, of course, come with that. But I'm very, very, very happy, and um, it was wonderful knowing that I had that to share. Anywho, back to lunch this earlier this afternoon, and I'm still so that's why I'm kind of I'm really kind of still on the shaky side of things, but uh, it was nervous for me. But I just kept like as the conversation kept going, I was like, wow, this would be a really good time if I now I'm gonna hold off. We we talked more, and next thing you know, more times to come out, and I'm just like, oh, jeez, i was like, okay. And they they start we t- we started talking about some things that like I really couldn't they would not understand if i didn't tell them the where i was coming from and in order for me to tell them the thought process in which i was coming from and the frame of mind i was coming from would better be explained if i said okay yeah this i'm, I'm looking at this as a trans woman this is not cool instead of just saying oh well you know i, I again i don't think it would have the same impact or they would really it, it would be more starting to be more confusing for them so basically i just came right out and i told them hey I'm transgender, have been, always have been, always will be. It may affect the rest of the afternoon that we, you know, planning on spending time together, but it is what it is. This is, this is what you get. Luckily, they were extremely, like I thought, that light switch flicked a while back and, and we were, it's, they were very, very, very awesome about it. Um, To the point where, as they were driving back home, um, they told me that they were going to listen to the podcast. So I was really, that was really pretty awesome. Um, and I really appreciate that. So, uh, which I'll be doing tomorrow and that'll hopefully that'll be great. So, um, again, this podcast is anybody who knows me, you're going to find out way more than you ever probably wanted to know about me. (laughs) But I'm being honest and that's the whole thing. I believe in honesty. So, yes, uh, that was really, really interesting uh, experience. And I will say over the weekend, I ended up having another couple of experiences where I was served and ma'am. But then this got me thinking on the last thought that I'm going to share with you. Uh, This was a big one for me. Is that how do you handle that? Clearly, I am dressed in a, a, you know, it's a... A V neckline or a lower neckline than what you normally would see a guy in. It has a feminine print on it. I have boobs. I'm in a drive-through and I got the seatbelt on, and it's really going between my boobs, which is accentuating the fact that I do have, as tiny as they are, they I do have breasts, and that I have eye makeup on the whole nine yards. So, I mean, it's a situation to where you're really, if you're if you're stirring me. Then you're really or you're you're giving it a mister. I mean, it's just you being a dick, you know, but it's like, okay, a couple of times a couple episodes ago, I ended up writing about how nice things were going and how I was being mammed, even if I uh, was dressing on the weekend as a male. I was still getting mammed unexpectedly, which was great, but I really wasn't sure how I was gonna handle when I did get surred or mistered. And I got to be honest with you, it's happened a couple of times now over the last two or three weeks, Um, some bigger than normal, some people just being extra dicky, and some people just being a mild dick. Um, But it's a, uh, I have to say, I believe that I am, my old habits of self-defense when I was in high school are kicking in. I'm not really sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's the, when bullies are there and they want to call you, hey, dork, hey, idiot, you know, blah, 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 blah. You're just like, yep, that's me. Yeah, that's right. And you're kind of basically taking that power away from them because you're self-deprecating yourself. So basically it's like, well, okay, people don't really, (laughs) if you're already doing it for them and you agree with them, well then that kind of diffuses anything that they're trying because they're trying to pick on you in order to get a rise out of you. They're trying to be a dick because they want to get a rise out of you. So if you don't give them that satisfaction, you basically agree with them, like, yeah, 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 I'm an asshole, or yeah, yeah, I'm a transgender person. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Nancy Drew, for, for bringing it to my attention. I cannot tell you I can now sleep better at night. So yes, I I am. You're absolutely right. That's me. I look goofy. I'm weird. You're the best. It basically takes it away from them. It disarms them. And I've noticed that that was something that I started doing these last couple of times. It's like, yep, yep, here you go. I didn't make a fuss out of it or anything else like that. I just acknowledged the sir and ma'am and just went right, or the sir and the mister Because God knows some of these dicks I'm not going to get a a miss out of or, um, you know, anything like that or ma'am. But I give them my money in in the drive-thru and, you know, we just carry on. The bad part is I'm still so oversensitive. I haven't gotten to the confidence part of the I don't give a shit part enough to where any time that I'm in a room and I think that people have looked at me and they start laughing... It's all about me. And I know it's not. I mean, but my subconscious, for some stupid freaking reason, will not continue or will not understand that. And it wants to make it they're laughing at me now. So the reason I bring this whole thing up was is that I got served by the lady at the drive-thru. All right, I'm I'm going to... I'm just going to be honest with you. I went to Taco Bell. All right. So I was picking up a couple tacos uh, yesterday. I go because I needed dinner. Eh, I know, whatever don't judge i love taco bell so i go in (laughs) i give the lady uh my order she was like yeah pull through really really friendly and talking with the uh on the speaker and everything else and as soon as i drove up um it's gonna be some something sir and i was like uh okay i'm like here you go i just sort of that was all i really did i was like yep here you go and i gave her the money she gave me back my uh, change, shut the window again, and I sat there and I waited for my food. She opened up the window again, and the two, her and the girl behind her are laughing, and maybe they were laughing at me. Maybe they thought that it was funny that I was just trying to be who I am. Uh, fuck them. I don't really care. Uh, they're working a fast food job, you know? I mean, if you really want to start getting mean about it, uh, that's extremely mean, uh, because I've been there, I've worked fast food, but... I'm not going to be that way. So my thought is, I just leave it alone. I said, thank you very much. I gave her a smile. I told her, have a nice day, took my food and drove off. But my first instinct was at self-defense. Like, the fuck are you laughing at? You know? And, but I, I <laughs> they may not have been laughing at me. Maybe it was something they were just joking around, regular workday uh, ha-has and everything else. It doesn't necessarily need to be about me. And I've got to condition myself. Uh, I think that's something that um, all of us end up going through. If you're just starting to present yourself and you're out there, you know, doing your thing, that that's really, you know, so I don't know whether or not it's good, but at the same time, I feel like I am, it's, it's okay. I don't know if I'm doing more harm than good to my transgender brothers and sisters that are out there of basically saying, yeah, I'm transgender, so what? I mean, I would like to think that I'm if I own it and I just basically say, yep, yeah, you're right. And, you know, I haven't gotten to the point where I, w- I want to correct someone on my pronouns. I think when my name changes, when I'm able to legally change my name uh, and that all happens and I get that little identifier on my driver's license, I have tools in order to fight that. So it's great that you want to serve me but, here you go. I'm a female, and I would really appreciate using female pronouns. Right now, legally, because my name is still male, I don't feel that I can do that. So, right now, it's just basically one of these things that I, I own it, and I feel like that should be the thing. I'm, I'm really hoping I'm not doing more harm than good, um, because anybody else who ends up being transgender, that this person or these people that I end up running through that want to be uh, extra dicky, um, want to be towards me because I am transgender the last thing I want to do is end up doing something that is going to the next trans person that they end up running into gets a negative thing because I ended up caving and I'm like yeah yeah that's great instead of taking the moment to say you know I really prefer the female pronouns I, I again I, I worry about that stuff but at the same time this is how I'm getting by right now So I'm really hoping that this will, as I progress, and again, I'm only two months into this, and only part-time two months. I'm not even full-time yet. So I'm thinking, give it some chance, let it breathe, and hopefully things will happen. Um, Maybe that will change. So I will certainly update that on another episode to come. Maybe in Season 4 we might get something. Who knows? Now that Season 3 is coming to a close... um, Speaking of which, I will let you know, uh, coming up on Halloween, I have a very special guest. And uh, I am so looking forward to this. We've had a lot of issues trying to uh, get together um, because there's a great amount of distance between us. And this is also a very busy time of the year. But I will actually, uh, hopefully, if things work out correctly, I will be having a very, very special guest for a special Halloween show I am looking forward to this immensely, uh, so do stay tuned to that. And I, that will be airing on, I will post that live on Halloween morning, so you can have it for the day. Um, so you'll be getting a bonus later on this week, and I believe I might be also doing another bonus uh, somewhere along the lines uh, during this week. I'm not sure. I'm going to see if time allows me, because this week is going to be busy. We have to make our uh, display for the front yard for halloween so i will take pictures i promise and i will show you but uh i don't want to spill anything for right now anyway that is our episode please uh check us out online at uh, caught between a T- or tie or tieandhighheels.com. you can uh find us on any most any of your uh podcast um uh, directories uh, spotify itunes we're all there uh, if you want to get in touch with me directly, you can do so at Jamie at tie in high heels. That's J-A-I-M-E-E at TieInHighHeels.com or on the website, com. We have a little form. Literally, just fill it out quick and easy. You don't have to use your own name. You don't have to give me a, an email address unless you want to reply back, but you can leave comments on there. If you happen to be in an unsupportive situation or you are... um in a situation or a, uh, a living conditions that right now, uh, you know, you are uh, somebody else would be able to see your uh, cell phone bill or your Internet history or something along those lines or your credit card bill or something. You can always support the show through our online T-shirt shop it has nothing to do with us. It's not even connected with us in any way. Uh, I tried to make this uh, as um, uh as seamless as possible to where there is no connection. That's why I'm not even telling you the name of this t-shirt shop. There are links to it in the description of our uh, uh, podcast episodes. And uh, Spotify uh, so far is really the only ones that I've been able to find that it works all the time. So I'm still trying to figure that part out. That's an ongoing struggle. But uh, you can go there. That also supports us. And you can also email us through that t-shirt shop. So that I want to make that clear, that was something that I didn't do before. You can always contact us that way. If you write an email to the um, t-shirt shop, it comes directly to me anyway. So you're totally awesome. So shop there. Also, there's a really uh, a, a good array of um, uh, t-shirt designs on there, both for the community and for like uh, little fun things with history that I've come up with. Um, but they're all designs that I have put together on my own. I've actually got a couple more than I'm going to be doing, hopefully, before the, uh, the Christmas season. So, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. You can also become, if you really like everything that we're doing, you can become a patron on Patreon. That's always awesome. Uh, and we'll talk about you every single episode. Um, you can buy us a cup of coffee, also in the description of our, uh, episode. You can do that if you would like. Um, if you like something we say, buy us a coffee. Again, it's four or five dollars. Uh, that always helps to help pay the bills, the hosting fees, and 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 uh, all that stuff for the podcast to continue. So, if you like what we're doing, please help me out because it, it's um, <laughs> working in a warehouse is uh, I'm not making big bucks, but it it makes things hard to keep track. So, I would really appreciate it. And then finally, if you don't, if you can't uh, help us out monetarily, just give us a review on iTunes. Um, it really, really helps us to be able to get more visual exposure. The more reviews we get, the more people are going to see us, and hopefully the more people in the community will also have an opportunity to see us as well. Uh, and finally, catch us on Facebook and Instagram at tieinhighheels.com. I am Jamie, your hostess. Thank you so much uh, for joining me. Great, uh, once again, for another therapy session and letting you know uh, my uh, a, a nice checkup or status uh, update And I will hopefully talk with you again before Halloween. So have a great week, and I will talk with you later. All right. Bye-bye.